Hey, man. And ladies, if you're listening, this is Scott. I'm so glad to be back with y'all. And and uh, you know what? We're just having, we had a real wintry day today in Texas. So those of you around the world um, who are in a mild clim- climate, um, be grateful that you are. But you know what? That's okay. It was another day. It was another great day because God allowed us to, to get up and and, uh, and just see his glory in so many ways. And and uh, I'm just so grateful to be with y'all. And, be- and before we get started tonight or today or whatever time it is in, in your part of the world, um, I want to encourage you men. Um, I'm going to say it. I need y'all to man up. Okay. I need y'all to really respond um, to this podcast. Um, you know, th- topics you might want us to cover. Or anything that you'd like to say. Uh, or you can email me personally at scott at livingitup.org. And I, and I assure you, I will answer you back. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk to you all about that. And I'd really appreciate it if you'd help us out in that regard. Well, listen, men. Uh, and, and like I said, and, and ladies, if you're listening, I hope you are. And maybe you can get your husband to listen to this podcast, you know, if you like it. So, uh, But today we're going to talk about the real men... Um, really wonder what what does love really look like? You know, and some of the guys, you know, they're listening are going, "Oh Lord, he's going to talk about love," you know, everything. Yeah, I am. I'm going to talk about love because uh, Jesus taught me what love is all about. I thought I knew what love was about, but I didn't until I came to know Him. And we're going to back this up today. I'm going to back it up with 1 John 3.16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. How do, what is, you know, what, what do we mean by uh, laying down our lives for other people? Well, Jesus has given us um, the most beautiful and awesome sign of love. He suffered for us by, by being mocked, beaten, he was spat upon, and finally nailed to the tree because of and for our sins. Well, you know what? Every time I speak about this, tears swell up in my eyes when I see this sign of unconditional love from our Savior. What a Savior we have in Jesus Christ. I mean, that's a real man there, buddy. Our Savior is a real man. The Lord tells us to help those in need and to show his glory by doing so. You know, in 1 John three seventeen, it says, if, any, if anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Now, if we've given our life to him, it is such a joy to know that our God has given us the Holy Spirit to guide us and to stand up for those who are in need. You know, I remember 9-11 here in America in 2001. I just remember what a horrible and frightening time that was, not only in the lives of Americans, but in the lives of, of everyone in the world. But in the midst of all this tragedy, God's grace shines so bright through the awesome and wonderful men and women who worked day and night at Ground Zero. And also at the Pentagon. And also in Pennsylvania, where the plane went down. You know, I had a friend of mine um, I went to high school with, Lauren Cattuzzi. She was on that plane in, in Pennsylvania when those hijackers 
um, when that plane crashed. But they laid down their own lives to help others and, and to put others before themselves. Thank God for showing us who he is by using these heroes of 9-11. I mean, in all honesty, it, it, it just showed us what love really is. I mean, people were staying up for, for, for I mean, literally weeks and working through the rubble, trying to find someone who may still be alive. The Lord wants us all to take action and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I mean, in 1 John 3.18, it says, dear, dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and truth. Men, listen to that. Listen to what, what God's telling us here. Let us not love with words or tongue. Anyone can say, I love you. Anyone can, can, can call someone or text someone and say, I love you. But when you do it with actions and truth, man, that is the love of Christ. You know, I remember when my mother and I uh, moved to Houston um, after my father and she had split up when I was younger. Uh, I was about 11 years old. I mean, uh, my mom and I were homeless. Literally, we're homeless for about three or four months. Actually, it lasted almost a year. We stayed with, uh, uh, by the grace of God, uh, my aunt, her sister, was, uh, and husband lived in Houston. and So we stayed with them for, for several months. They were so gracious to take us in and help us. My mother had been a devoted housewife her whole adult life, and now she'd be raising an 11-year-old boy by herself. Well, you know what? We eventually moved into an apartment, and my mother found a job. And, and, and I started working when I was 12 years old at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, I'll tell you what, guys. I could fry some chicken, okay? And, and, uh, but I, they, I was so big, you know, they thought I was 16. And so, and so I started working at a young age to help my mother and, and uh, you know, buy clothes and things of that sort. Um, but times were tough. And at times we had no groceries. We had no supplies in our apartment. I remember my cousin Tricia and her husband Skip knocking at our door one evening. We opened the door and they stood there with at least 12 huge sacks of food and supplies. And my mother, of course, in her pride at that time, she's going, no, 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 I don't want y'all to do that, you know. And, and then she just, she started crying. But she was so thankful for not only the supplies, but she was mainly thankful for the love that they were showing towards us. They were putting our needs before themselves. You know, I look back at this moment of love and am so thankful of how God took care of us and, and he always provided for us. At that time in my life, I didn't know the Lord. But now that he's first in my life, I know he is so faithful and he has always had his eyes upon me. My wonderful mom, who passed away in 1998, she sacrificed so much for me while I was growing up to ensure I was provided for. You know what? We may have not had a whole lot of material possessions, but we had what is most important to the Lord. We had love. 
Now that my mother has gone to be with Jesus, I, I know God was teaching me to be strong and never give up. He used a small, small woman with a huge heart to prepare her son to accept Christ later in his life and to put other needs before his own. I want to say thank you, Mom. I love you. And thank you, Lord Jesus, for such a wonderful mom to help me teach me these things. You know, love, in 1 John 4, 19, it says we love because he first loved us. I remember when I first got saved, uh, I was uh, praying. Uh, I started praying for, for a godly woman, for, for a woman to be in my life. And I thought I knew what love was as far as a man is, you know, with a woman, um, as a, a husband and wife. Now, my mother, uh, through her, her love for me, uh, she taught me what love and unconditional love looks like. But for me to learn that, um, I had to learn that, you know, for myself. And I looked back at my past relationships before, and I didn't, I, I didn't do it the, the way a real man should. So I started praying to God, you know, God, you know, I'd love for you to prepare a woman for me. Prepare a woman. Teach me Ephesians 5.25, where husbands lay down their lives for their their wives. You know, love their lives, their wives, like Christ loves the church and gave himself for her. Teach me that, Lord, but please prepare her for me. Well, I prayed this for about, about two years. And uh, one evening I was praying this again, and I prayed it every evening. But one particular evening I was praying this again, and I remember, I remember God just really speaking into my ear, and he said, you know what, son? He said, uh, you're praying the wrong prayer. He said, she's ready. I need to prepare you. Wow, man. I said, Lord, thank you. So I started praying that, Lord, pray, prepare me for her. Teach me how to love her. Put her first in my life. And what happened? Six months later, I met my wife. And every day I want to show her how much I love her. Because the truest blessing in the world is when I look into her eyes and I see Jesus. My wife loves Jesus. And that's why I love her so much. And I think that's the reason why she loves me so much. To put him first in our lives is the main priority. Well, you know what, guys? What does love really look like? It's in the shape of a cross. And the man who hung on that cross is Jesus Christ. And that is the ultimate sacrifice. And we need to do the same. We need to lay our lives down. We need to put others first for, before ourselves. I mean, one day, guys, we're all going to go to heaven if you believe in Jesus. And we're going to leave this world. But, you know, they, they, I think it's a poem or it's a song called The Dash. You know, you have your birth date and you have the day that you pass away. And in between, there's a dash. What did you do in between the time you were born and the time you passed away? If you put others first and put Jesus first, 
man, what a life you have led. And it's never too late. It's never too late. I came to Jesus when I was 41. Now, he was tugging at me my whole life. But I was running real, real fast. Now, I'm a pretty big guy. I'm not real fast, but I was running as fast as I could. But that one day when I stopped, and he took me by the hand and hugged me, and he showed me what love is all about. Well, you know what? Some of you today that are listening to this podcast, you may think that you had given your life to Jesus, and you're realizing right now while, I, while I'm speaking today that you never did, that you want to know this love. You want to know this unconditional love, that you can love others. You can love your wives if you're married. Or if you're, if you're praying to be married, you can learn to love her even though you don't know her yet the right way. So if you've never given your life to Jesus and your true heart sincerely, I'd love for you to consider to do that right now. So if you would, please, say this prayer with me and know that you're saved and let Jesus show you unconditional love. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day, and because of that cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you from a sincere heart. Lord, please forgive me my sins. Jesus, thank you for the unconditional love you showed when you hung on that cross for me. Today, I give you my heart, my mind, and my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know what? If you gave your life to Christ right then, I'll tell you what, man, I am so happy for you right now. And, and like I said at the beginning of this podcast, let me know. Go to, go to scott at livingitup.org. Uh, email me, or you can go to our Facebook page, Living It Up, Beginning Again. Like us, share us, and comment, and just let us know. Because we want to be praying for you. We pray for you any, every day anyway, but we want to know if you gave your life to Jesus. It's the most important decision you'll ever make in your life. Well, listen, I really appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and, uh, and, and kind of get a reality what love really is. Because uh, a lot of people can say, man, I love this, I love that. But, man, when you realize who Jesus is, huh, that's love. Well, listen, y'all have a great day today. And uh, it was such a pleasure to be with you. Very humbling. Until next time, next Sunday, have a great day and live it up while beginning again. <laughs>